It's Mark and Shane on the Gentleman's Club. Lily and I try to explain school shootings to our, <laughs> to our children. <laughs> Welcome to the Gentleman's Club podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how it got brought up. <laughs> did, did the kids bring it up? You know, I oh. hope the kids brought it up. <laughs> yeah, no. We were talking about the school shooting that happened, and then... Yeah. They were like uh, asking questions about it. I guess it was our fault. <laughs> okay. Okay. But we were trying to like also be strangely woke about it. I don't know. Oh, no. What does that <laughs> yeah, mean? I don't know. Like we're going like. Like we can't victim blame yeah, the shooter. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> like <laughs> sometimes people have something wrong with their brains and. They shoot other people. Like, I don't know. It's good to add, hard. It's good to you know make sure it's justified. You know, you have to make sure that your kids know that sometimes it's justified. Dude, p- parenting and that, and that you'll buy them a gun if they want one. <laughs> parenting in the '90s was so much easier because you could just be like, "Oh, that person's crazy," and that's it. <laughs> They're crazy, and that's it. You know, there's no excuse for anything. There's no Zoloft. It's just they're a crazy person. I mean, they were definitely using the R word if it's uh, the a 90s. More, yeah, a little bit. But I think we've done that that conversation. <laughs> Actually, the last like four podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering how long it would take to get into that shooting um, right from the jump. Huh? Yeah, I, I don't know, man, because that, that's what I've been you know, concerned about uh, with the kid. Right. It's like how much the two things are how much internet can i let them be exposed to and then how do i not make him a school shooter yeah yeah and it's like the when this you know the shooting happened i was like yeah how the fuck do you prevent this you know like what these people are they didn't even know the signs and then i saw you know i'm reading more about the story they saw all of the signs there was there was so so many many warnings (laughs) there was drawings like it's like and they're like they Got him the gun. I got to. Oh, my God. Yeah. So like, all right, you're going to have to edit me as I go through, because this is from what I understand. He's always been a little he's been a little crazy, you know, and (laughs) in class, he like drew pictures of like bullets and guns and stuff like I'm so sad and I want you to feel my pain. Right. And the teacher saw that and immediately called the principal and was like, what what the what? And then like took a picture of it. But then the kid like scribbled some of it out and something. And the parents were like brought in Mm. and they they basically said that he had to stay in school. The parents wanted him to stay in school. And that's the day he started shooting people. Yeah, there was like multiple um calls to them and meetings about stuff and like because they they knew that he had like been researching ammunition and stuff and there was there was several layers where these parents should have known something was going on and uh they just were kind of like we're busy you know and this is during a covid year where they definitely weren't that busy not busy we're not Not busy busy. not that Um, busy what uh did they buy him that gun? I th- I'm pretty sure, right? So he's he's a crazy boy, right? He's yeah. already got problems. And the early Christmas gift or maybe seventh night of Hanukkah gift is a gun. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that that is the Hanukkah tradition. <laughs> is, uh, you get unsharpened pencils and a Glock. <laughs> sure. And then whenever these so these shootings happen, and like uh, you know, there's there's dead and injured children, um, mm-hmm. and every time without fail is. There's certain people in the world that take this as a chance to show off their guns even more. Did you see like this House of Representatives guy? No, (laughs) he took a picture. I mean, he's just like, you know, super Christian white guy. And he took a picture with him and his 18 children. And they all have the biggest guns I've ever seen. And that's their that's their Christmas photo. Okay, yeah. And then um, like the San Antonio police. Like two days ago, did a, a picture of a guy dressed up as Santa and uh, he's registering his handgun at the police <laughs> station. <laughs> it's like, the cops are. Wait, Santa's got a gun now? <laughs> like, I just saw a video game got in trouble for like including a Santa skin. And it was like, I think it was either Call of Duty or the other one with like, you can play as Santa and go around and shoot people. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. Well, on uh, a lighter note, Shane. Yeah. Well, I feel like the people here in Churchville, I feel like they don't <clears throat> understand that we're all here living in Churchville for a little bit of that small town living. You know what I mean? We don't got a Wegmans down the street. We don't we don't have a target near us. We only got one stoplight. So you kind of have to have those quaint, fun little things in town uh, to make it worthwhile. Right. We're here for that quiet, small town living. And I feel like we get tastes of it. And then from the Churchill Community Group on, on Facebook, uh, I'm looking at it. And every time there's a little taste of small town living, people kind of crap on it. Like when we had the town hobo. Yeah. And people were like threatening to kill him. Right. It's like, is he still alive? They're they're saying all I saw, the last I saw is they've taken care of him. And that's it. Okay. He got purged. He got purged. He's in black. And that's like, that's a new Thanksgiving Twilight tradition. (laughs) Once you guys get the taste of blood out there, there's going to be a second. Like, instead of pardoning a turkey, it's killing a honky, you know? (laughs) A honky or a hobo? (laughs) Honky. Got to kill a white. Um, and now they're complaining because I guess th- today some dude was driving around in a busted up pickup truck selling fresh fish and meat out of the back of it. Yes, that's what I assume. <laughs> this news, like I thought that was what happened there. Small town live. Yeah, imagine like some dude coming up to your house and be like, "Hey, do you want fifty dollars worth of salmon that I've stolen?" You know, like this is what it's about. I assume, yeah, I assumed every pickup truck in Chile had a bunch of fish in the back. Yeah. I just love the fresh fish part. <laughs> where from where? Mm-hmm. Is it on ice? <laughs> you know what I mean? No, no, it's in a loose bucket that's not covered, sloshing around in the back. Uh, but yeah, they're like kind of complaining, but I'm just like, this is like, this is kind of the charm. What do we, what else are we here for then? For having no amenities near us? You know, like, what are we here for? I mean, there was a perfect opportunity to pair those people together. The fish man could have hired the hobo, teach a man to fish. Saying. <laughs> there it is. Or maybe that's hobo meat. 
Oh, oh we got rid of the hobo. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is uh, that is a little weird. We took care of the hobo. Same time, we're selling fresh meat. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, it is hunting season too out there, which I'm sure is is big. You know, I um I know. You know, I know our, our sworn enemy is Glenn Johnson, and he'll always be a sworn enemy of ours. Um, do you think they'll invite us back to the Lollipop Farm Telethon? <laughs> they can start inviting podcasts. I don't think so. You know, maybe, probably, definitely not. But uh, okay. yeah. <laughs> um. So I know our sworn enemy is Glenn Johnson, but we might have a new sworn enemy because I saw a person on uh, Twitter. They, they, you know, how like there's like the Spotify rap whatever you know like rap where it says your most listened to things on spotify oh sure yeah um a lady put hers up and we were on there oh for podcast the gentleman's club podcast was on there okay we were her fourth most listened to podcast Ugh. paul guglielmo was second well i mean second shane i mean yeah it doesn't make any sense because like you know how much content is that guy really putting out when he's so busy squashing those tomatoes with his feet? <laughs> Bare feet, toenails falling out. Bare feet. I've seen his feet. Nasty. Nasty. I'm just saying, like he he interviews people where like, no offense to the people, but they're like, it's like this Us. is the <laughs> this is the but it'll be like this is the assistant managers of Vavushis and, and Victor. What? We're yeah. here talking about school shootings. All right. How does that put a smile on your face? You know? Yeah. Well, I get it. You know, he's got a better voice. He's more successful. He's got, he's got a bigger reach. You know, he had that, that sweet wheeze pull. I, I, guarantee, I guarantee wheels. podcast is doing a lot better than ours. You think so? Does wheels oh, have a definitely. podcast? Yeah. It's called meals on wheels. No, it isn't. And he, yeah, he, they lay him out like a sushi style lady and they, he interviews people oh, damn. while they're eating sushi off him. <laughs> what's, what's it called? Meals, Meals on, on Wheels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you need a podcast for that. <laughs> That's- well, yeah. I mean, cause he's, I mean, he's, he takes a lot of time to eat all that sushi cause he's covered head to toe. So he's interviewing him. He's holding the microphone. It's really, it's nice. It's a nice spread. Shane, what's happening in your life? What are you doing? Um, just dad and, you know, uh, yeah, we talked about the great, the great fall last time. Sure. (laughs) Haven't, haven't made any big boom booms lately. I'd say, um, I don't know. That's about it. This is, this is it. Just be a dad. Are you working from home? Uh, I'm about to start that this week. Okay. So I'm doing two days at home. I'll be home. I don't know why I'm telling everybody that's my schedule. I'll be home Mondays through and Thursdays. If you'd like to come and rob my house, those are the days I'll be here and you can have anything you want. Um, the other days, my wife will be home and she she puts up a fight. You know, she likes her things. <laughs> is um, all right. So are you yeah. guys? This is this was the most pathetic thing that happened uh, having a new baby and i want i can't wait for it to happen to you is christmas day because your baby i don't know i i'm assuming your baby's still kind of mushy right it's just like a blob is it like half sitting up and falling over is it working on sitting 
No, he just rolled over for the first time yesterday, and I was working, so oh. missed that one. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. If you lived in uh, Denmark, I, if you lived in I Denmark, know. you'd be home until his 18th birthday. They don't. I they know. just get paid. Which I couldn't believe that you know Elena told me. It's like this is how n- much of a liar I am. I would have never told her. You wouldn't. Like she. No. No. I would have waited till today and seen him roll over and been like, oh, my God, the first one. We saw it together. That's amazing. Yeah, I guess I'm just that. Did it bother you? No, I just said I missed it. But yeah, she just needs to be a better liar. You know, like what other things are she telling the truth about? You know, what other things is she not lying about? I know. Like, God, come on. (laughs) Um, So the the pathetic thing that we did, and I'm sure you're going to do, um, is Christmas morning. Yeah. Like we had a mushy baby, right? She was only a few months old and we sat there like she was opening presents or some shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> we're like, we're like grabbing her little hands and like, Oh, yeah. Oh, what'd you get? <laughs> you <laughs> learn consumerism now. Yeah. Like she gave a shit about what was happening in any capacity. I'm wondering if you and Elena, you're going to be up at five in the morning <laughs> with next to the Christmas tree opening gifts. Yeah, I've been training him. You know, I've been starting with like Amazon packages. See if he can get those. If he, yeah, I'm, we might wrap one gift for him and then if he can't open it, sorry, kid, you gotta, until you get those, uh, <laughs> that control the hand, you know, those you fine motor skills. He might get a stocking. I think it's that might be what we decided. But I mean, he doesn't even like things. All he likes right now is just like staring into the mirror. He's got more self confidence than I'll ever have. Do um. All right. Uh, what what what's the new COVID called? There's a new COVID out there, right? You talk about the Omicron. Omicron. These are all Greek letters, aren't they? Yeah, I'm waiting until we get to the Sigma and then I'm then I'm going to go catch it. What's the Sigma? Is that the S? I think so. There's Zeta. There's Kappa. We're just, we're just guessing letters now. I guess I, I, I'm just going by things that I've seen in uh, uh, fraternities. Like, right. Isn't, there, isn't Kappa K? Sure. Yeah. Uh, I was in Sci-Fi Gamma. So there's those ones. I know that one. That's <clears> fake, <throat> right? No, that's real. Did you, yeah. Is it purposely sci-fi, like science fiction? No, that no. we were the least, the least nerdy of the frats. There was, was one your fr- frats thing, um, selling drugs to everybody else. <laughs> uh, there, the there was like a legit nerdy frat where like their hazing was you had to beat Super Mario in like less than an hour or something. Like that. You had to like really be good at speed running video games to get in the frat. Meanwhile, I was like savagely beaten. And I got <laughs> I got fucking swine flu and branded like it. Uh, but like I heard that they're like, yeah, I played Mario and they like let me drink with them forever for free. And I'm like, oh, OK, that sounds really great. I like that. Well, I'm surprised you said that because I remember this is stuck with me that when we we were on on the radio, um, yeah. I like asked you to go in. Like I asked you to talk about your hazing process. Yeah. And I I don't know. It was like you were it was like you were being blackmailed 
because you were like, oh, I will never talk about that. It was like, I, some, I mean, like, I don't some, like code. No, it's not like I'm just so fucking embarrassed that I did that. You know, like I just I didn't want people to know how much of a dumbass I am and like how much I wanted friends that I would let them do things to me. You know, um, I don't care if they all go to jail and burn okay. in hell. I mean, one of them just died like really <laughs> recently. So I probably should chill out a little bit, but <clears throat> um, like, I don't know. It's it's insane. I like the guys, but I the, the process is insane. It's insane. And like my fraternity was like on the lower scale of the hazing from what I've heard from other um, other frats, just even in Oswego, which is just insane. Yeah, no, it's mostly just out of embarrassment. And also, I think, you know, they were under investigation through most Jesus of the time Christ. I was on the air. So <laughs> what yeah, I mean, is happening? My pledge class, we uh, I like I turned 21. I got in like I pledged twice because I got swine flu. Right. Um, I got into the frat and then I couldn't we couldn't do anything because my pledge class got caught. We, um, I, I could talk about it because it's like public records, right? We got, um, we got caught doing a drop-off night, which I don't know, Mark. You, yeah, you, you, you were too busy taking out multiple student loans and living it up. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> that, that's just where they just drop you off in the middle of nowhere, and you have to walk back to campus. So there was like sixteen dudes just drunk with no identification on them and cell phones, nothing all wearing the same hat because that was our thing. And uh, we're just walking through neighborhoods, trying to find the campus and somebody called the cops on us. And that's, that's what took us down. But like, as far as hazing goes, like that was a dream, you know? Oh, I have to walk. Oh, when you said drop off night and you guys get Mm -hmm. in trouble for it, I was expecting something so much worse. Oh, I don't know what I was expecting, but I was like, Like you had to drop a drop a puppy puppy off a a cliff or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, so how uh, two questions about frats, because I was never involved in one. How did you guys make any money? Like, how did frats? How did you guys live? Is like the house paid for? Yeah, it's like mostly by the alumni. So there's like there's like a big, you know, couple of events every year that gets the alumni old dudes out and they can, you know, they they have sex with college girls, which is really gross. Like consensually. Huh. <laughs> um and then they go home to their wives and it's really weird. Uh but then yeah, they write a check and I think the first house we had as a frat burnt to the ground. So I think that that's what helped paid for the, the other one, which they like all the other fraternities at Oswego all have houses that are like kind of off the beaten path or just like far away from other houses. You know, they don't, they have neighbors, but they're not nearby them. Yeah. Our house, our frat house was in the middle of like, we had no side yard, no backyard. It was the, and we had the neighbors that hated our guts and we were throwing these parties. It was insane. This is insane, insane place. But yeah, the money that comes from mostly from the alumni 
and then uh, the people pledging to they, they just they just make oh you give up. It's like, they, it's like, they, a, you pay, it's like you, a New York City comedy festival. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. Uh, the, there's dues, you know, the people that live in the house pay a little bit more, and then you you pay a little like stipend. It's like a, you know, it's like a um, it's like a labor union, but instead of labor, you get swine flu and almost die. And you live there. You can. There's only a certain amount of rooms, so like, there is spots. No, ne- like I think I was offered a spot in the house, and was like, never will I live there. It's disgusting. It's you're living in squalor. Our house was the Fight Club house, and <laughs> okay. like honestly, like we were watching Fight Club, like for the first time. So like, you're like <laughs> I was like, that this place looks great compared yeah. to you're where getting, we. You're getting ideas where we all party and like hook up with people is in a swamp you know it's like yeah and so there's that but also like all right from my understanding of the original frat houses is that like or the start of them is like they're like prestigious schools and you've got these clubs and these frat houses where it's just like oh you know ex-presidents used to be in this fraternity Illuminati type stuff. Yeah, now they can. But like, let's say yes, Illuminati, and then you're you're you have to drink the blood of a baby, you know, goat or whatever. Mm. But also, let's go the level below the Illuminati, which is just like, hey, you got connections in in the business world and stuff. How good were the connections? I mean, because I hookups. There's hookups. There's people that definitely take advantage of it and are good at it. Like uh, one kid I pledged with, he just started his own law firm and like he you get a bunch of connections that way but this is a suny oswego yeah fraternity and it's not a it's not because there also is a breakdown between there is national fraternities and then there's local fraternities right mine is deeply local <laughs> so like <In> street <laughs> i've got connections where like if i get my real estate license i could possibly sell a guy a house and scribe up but that's about probably the extent <laughs> of it, you know, like I'm it's not I clearly it didn't do anything for my radio career. <laughs> yeah. But I went to a broadcasting school and went to a frat. Maybe if I went into whatever fraternity fucking Steve Levy was in that ESPN fucker. I don't know I who could, Steve Levy is. I, or Al Roker. Al Roker went to SUNY Oswego and he shit his pants in the White House. Never forget. <laughs> and uh, he's gaining weight again. Look, oh boy! Check, check out the Today Show. House. You heard it here first. Don Rucker's getting fat as shit again. Um, can I'm I... putting him. I'm, we hate weather people. <laughs> I know this is going to be got like... local. We took down Glenn Johnson, and now I'm going for Al <laughs> we took that. We did take him down. We took him down. Um, one one limited time. He's very big. I, this is going to be like a half cutesy story because it involves children. But we were watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh my God! <laughs> what is the matter with you? And we're, the kids love it. Not even going to the parade. You're watching it on television. We're watching it on television. It's, and just, it's a long commercial. It's, it's literally a commercial now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With commercials in between. A hundred percent. Yeah. So I'm guessing Al Roker's there being fat and wearing a fedora. Yeah. Al Roker's there and he like they, he's doing he's basically, you know, parade master or whatever. Sure. Sure. I'm watching it with the kids and I just told the kids, I was like, you know, that guy, he pooped his pants at the White House. And I told the kids and they're like, what? And I'm like explaining it to them. I'm like, by accident, he pooped, he pooped his pants. 
hands at the White House because <laughs> they're like they're deep into poo poo humor right now. They oh, like, sure. love it. Like my my Spotify rap. One of the songs, the, the most listened to song is a song called the poop song. Like they oh, fucking, nice. they love poop. So I'm telling him and like 10 minutes later, Al Roker's like high fiving the crowd. And my son's just like, why is he? Why are people high fiving him? He pooped in his pants. <laughs> like this is the most <laughs> pathetic thing I've ever heard. Of. Oh, <laughs> like, great. why are people high fiving this guy? Yeah, I'm good. Good. I'm glad that they're they're against him. I'm surprised that they weren't being like, you know, oh, that seems like the best place to poop your pants. The, yeah, White, House. the White House. Yeah. Oh, I just brought up the COVID thing and then we got it to the frat. Sure. I, I, we're at the point, though, we're like, we we're be we know too much, right? We know too much about COVID. We got to stop knowing so much about this. I'm See, my whole thing is I think it's the opposite. We need to know more. I don't yes. need to know more of this shit. Can we narrow down some shit? Like we're still like the list of symptoms is still everything. It's a list. Like I had, I thought I had COVID because you know I have. I just don't feel great today. So I looked it up. You know whatever I have, it's COVID, right? Yeah, so yeah. I had to go get a test negative, but it's still like. The longest list of all time, sore throat, headache, fever, diarrhea. Do you feel kind of gay? Did you watch <laughs> Al Roker? Yes. Uh, the Macy's Day Parade. <laughs> Did he shit his pants at the White House? Have you shit your pants at the White House? Like, it's just a never fucking ends. I, I just want them to be like, listen, we've narrowed it down. If it's fever. And also, if your throat kind of tickles like, you know, then your you uncle got, got there. You know what I mean? <laughs> but no, I agree with that. But I mean, like, do I what what am I going to do with the information that there's a new variant or whatever, some Omnicron or Omnicron? What, you know, what what am, what am I going to do with that information? There's nothing I can possibly do other than get my stupid vaccines and wear a stupid mask. What the fuck? Uh, I'm supposed to know what to do differently with a different version of COVID. Why don't you? It's, you're still calling it COVID. What am I supposed to do? Well, uh, you got to get that booster. You know, they I got I think it. That the booster's out, so they're trying to push that booster. But I think it's also like in America, we need to have something that we can pin on a different country. So we can, there's always has to be a country or a race that we're all hating collectively. Like for a while, it was Asians, right? When the first, when the Wuhan stuff came out and the labs, you know, the secret labs that were making it. And we were all like, oh, yeah, take down the Asian people. And then, you know, now it was Italians for a little bit. Italians, yeah, because they brought the they brought the dolphins back, um, and we're like, we hate dolphins. And then Jewish people with Gal Gadot and Imagine, that's right. Yeah, we're like, can't do that. You can't do that. And now, right, we got Omicron, and that's this one's from like an AIDS patient in South Africa, and we're like, oh, I hate South Africans. I thought I I am not even joking. I thought that they were gonna say. I thought the news was gonna start saying that COVID has become Africanized. Oh, because they do God. that with the bees and stuff. You that know? would be great. <laughs> then people would really take it. Oh, man, you want you want the the mega crew to get their vaccine. You tell them COVID's Africanized. Oh, fuck. yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah no. So if you get if you get Africanized COVID, is that yeah. cultural appropriation? I don't know what that is. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's like Justin Trudeau. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely.
<laughs> I, I, I would get i would be in yeah i'll, I'll skip the booster if it's Af- africanized covid Did maybe you? i'll get some rhythm you know what i mean Mark, oh boy. come on come on hey did um you get did you get your booster yet i just signed up for it today because uh i thought i had covid so i was gonna wait and i'm i'm doing the mix and match so what did, did you, you make did you mix and match i got all moderna across the board oh you silly little what beeswax. I, just, I mean i don't choose it's whatever you choose they oh they saw that i got moderna they said you get the moderna Oh, well, well Why, is that bad? It'd be an awkward situation. No, it's fine. I feel if you like being dead in the ground. <laughs> um, I mean, yes. <laughs> be great. I got the Pfizer from a double dose. And then I got my, uh, my booster is going to be Moderna. I signed oh, up for fine. it online. Maybe they'll catch it. Maybe they'll flag and be like, do you really want this? But I've heard the mix and match is the way to go. And literally, this is just from word of mouth. I've done absolutely no research. And I'm probably going to die. The, the booster messed you up, right? Like you didn't have a good time for two. Yeah, I yeah. For for like the first night, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not feeling too good. Nothing too bad. And then the second night, it also kind of hit me again. Yeah, I don't Nothing want too it. bad, though. I'm really not looking forward to it. The The second shot really fucked me up. So now I'm mixing and matching and I'm sure my body's going to be like, hey, shut it down. Yeah. But I when I um got my shot, I went to like a Walgreens pharmacy and the guy that gave it to me, I don't know, he had a white coat on. Maybe he's a farm. Ph- can pharmacists give shots? I don't know who he sure. was, but he's just like uh, he gave me the shot. He went. He's just like, oh, boy, you did really good. I was like, I'm not a, like a is, eight year old. Dude, that is literally the opposite experience <laughs> that I had at Walgreens getting my flu shot the lady first of all she was like doing a lot of talking up front about like how i should get the hpv vaccine like i don't know she looked at me and she's like this guy fucks <laughs> and like he's, he's spreading that everywhere yeah look, I check I your like, throat. but then also she was like really going deep on shingles so i don't know i guess i hook up with old people but then she stuck me and then she she pulled it out and she's like well done sprung a leak here <laughs> like, what? first of all who are you talking to <laughs> and also i'm bleeding everywhere i've like never bled like that before i've only i don't had- know where she put the <laughs> shot like this is my first flu shot ever and it's my last because i don't what the fuck was that i always get that when people have to take blood not like not like red cross take blood like a like like for doctor stuff or it's like they need to do like two or three vials of it because they have to put it in a certain, I don't know, vein, whatever, I don't know, artery. And they put it in, anytime they put it in, they can never get it to work. Mm. Just feel a needle being like pushed into your body and just them like, oh, this never happens. Oh, you got, you got thick, you got thick skin. So it's hard to get to the vein. Yeah. I, I mean, I always get complimented on how great my veins are. It's like literally the yeah, only thing I have vascu- going for me. Vascular? I guess so. Uh, yeah, I give blood a lot, you know, because they get to get those gift cards. I, and uh, yeah, they always go, oh, 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 great veins. They're I, so good. I, uh, I, I bet you that that Walgreens, wherever you got your flu vaccine, where they're trying to give you the HPV and shingles vaccine. I feel like yeah. they're like they're like restaurants where it's like, oh, well, the meal of the day is, you know, uh, the 
I don't know, snail escargot tartar. And it's just because it's like going, it's going to go bad. Sure. They, they're trying to, they're trying to get rid of these vaccines. Those, that HPV one was, it was supposed to go last week. Oh yeah. It already expired. Probably. Yeah. Got to push that. I don't I tried to get the HPV vaccine when I was like, uh, in high school. Cause I was like, yeah, I don't want to, like, I don't want to give that to people. And I was like, you don't need it. <laughs> like my mom's like, you ain't go fuck. Oh my <laughs> God. I'm sorry. I just, I, I got a notification. People flipping out on the, uh, about the meat truck. That's uh, going around Churchill. Oh, okay. What's the update? Hope. Hope says the more they come, the worse they get. Okay, I, I think know. we know what they means. <laughs> is, is it a black man? Is that what she's yep. saying? Yep. <laughs> oh boy, hope, yep. hope. First is some the meat and fish trucks, then the scrappers come. Unbelievable! Oh, we got scrappers. We scrap like we always say. We scrap with the best of them. <laughs> this scrap. <laughs> The scrappers in Rochester are pros. Dare I say scrappy. They are. <laughs> it's insane that they drive around in cars that are definitely not registered and did not pass an inspection. I've never seen a scrap truck that has like had brakes or shocks. Their their truck is just built out of the scrap. Yeah. <laughs> it's- yeah. Like a bicycle wheel, and yeah. a carriage <laughs> wheel, <laughs> a, a metal Santa, you yeah. know? Yeah. Well, it's just like a donut from a sign. <laughs> Is there money in it? Like, I, I've seen so many of them. It seems like a really competitive, like, you really got to get out to the garbage first. And I don't know, man. I've it's it's one of those things where just I, I it's one of those things where, like, I feel like people are liars. Uh, I, I People are liars about scrapping. They're also liars about garbage men. Like in my, my whole life, I've always heard that garbage men or what are we calling them now? Garbage people. I don't fucking know. <laughs> people that well, sanitary waste management people. I was going to say, yeah, refuse Americans. Um, <laughs> when <laughs> when uh, gar- whenever I heard about garbage, men, it was just like, oh, they make like a hundred thousand dollars a year. And I'm looking at that job and I'm just going like, no fucking way. No fucking way are these people making a hundred thousand dollars a year. And then every time I hear that and I look it up and they make like forty thousand dollars a year. I don't know why everybody feels the need to lie about garbage men and say that they make a hundred thousand dollars a year picking up garbage. They make a good amount. And like you see, you, you just did it to me. Well, I didn't say a hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> but I'm only gauging this off of the one uh, you know, garbage American that I know, he was making a shit ton of money and he was moving up fast within the garbage world ranks. <laughs> you know, we moved from the riding on the back to being in the in the <laughs> driver's seat to I don't know, yeah. organizing. Um <clears throat> and yeah, he was making good amount of money. He was also like living at home with his mom. So like it, I I saw he had like a new car and it's like, oh yeah, he also is not paying rent. Yeah. So yeah. Um, oh, what was the other lie I was trying to say? The garbage men. What were we talking about before? Scrappers. Oh, scrappers. Yeah. And then somebody told me that guys go around and collect cans 
and they make $40,000 a year collecting cans. You get five cents a can. Like, uh, where are you finding eh, these cans? Some places you can get a little bit more. You know, if you <laughs> oh, go to a legit cents. bottle and return place, you can find a lot of cans. Yeah, 40 seems like pushing it. Otherwise, everybody would be a homeless person in Rochester because that would be yeah. amazing. Like, I get it. Like, from doing the paternity leave and, you know, after the layoff and everything like that, I totally see the appeal of not working and like finding that weird job that they're not paying taxes on that. You know, the scrapper community is, they don't have an accountant, right? You'd yeah, say yeah. that's all, that's a cash business. <laughs> so they're also getting like a little government, little stimmy, right? Oh, sure, sure, sure. Government checks are getting that EBT. They're going in there buying their subs at Wegmans. Not with bacon, because bacon makes it a hot sub, which is the sign I read every day. I go to Wegmans, which always amazes me. Like, listen, you can have a large sub on EBT, but if you ask for bacon, we'll have to kick you out of here. Is that real? Yeah, yeah. You can't get a hot sub with it with an EBT card. No, you can't get a chicken finger or cheeseburger or apparently bacon makes it a cooked sub. I, 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 I'm not trying to be some like progressive uh, cuck here. Sure. Communist. But like I used to work at Wegmans and do you know what Wick is? It's it's basically like kind of like an EBT for mothers with small babies. Usually. So it's single mothers usually that are poor and they have a child that they need to live, like have live at some point. I guess it's living. They don't want it to die at some point. Right. Yeah. And the wick coupons were just extremely specific. So it was just like you give the cashier a wick coupon. And then I was able to give them like a free formula and Mm. I was able to give them free diapers or free whole milk, but it was extremely specific whole milk formula diapers it like had to be certain things and that's all i could give them and it's like instead of doing that where you're giving them these fucking weird coupons where they could only buy certain things why don't you just give them fucking money mm-hmm. okay and then they can just go buy of it and we don't have to have weird coupons where i have to send them back because the formula they got was it it's it was infamil instead of tippy toes you know what I mean? How about you yeah. just fucking give them money, okay? At this point, well, you got to have a little bit of you know the government oversight, Mark. You know, you, you got to embarrass have some, them a little bit. You know, some lobbying. You know, you you can't get the Wegman's brand milk. You can you have to go to the back. You have to get the powdered stuff. Oh yeah, they got to know <laughs> their place. Like if you listen, you can maybe one day you pull yourself up by the bootstraps. You get the burned dairy, but not, <laughs> not today, today, sister. Not today. Your dead husband (laughs) left you with nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, So I uh, all right. We're going to go to the Patreon side of the episode. I know his name isn't Nick from Nick Tahoe's. Yeah. A.K.A. the non EBT side. That's right. Uh, (laughs) Put your coupons away, bitch. (laughs) This is for rich people. It's only four bucks a month. Patreon.com slash the gentleman's club. This is the uh, side of po- the podcast with bacon on it, bitch. Oh, yeah. Hot subs. 